Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free Business 1440 app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump heads to Georgia tonight to rally support for two GOP senators facing runoff elections. Here's White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. The president returns to the campaign trail in Valdosta, Georgia tonight to boost Republican Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. Control of the U.S. Senate is at stake, with the GOP needing to win one of the runoff elections to retain its majority. The president will hold a rally with Purdue and Loeffler one day after Vice President Pence campaigned in Georgia. Earlier this week, Mr. Trump said, we have to win those seats. Greg Clugston, Washington. And White House correspondent Greg Clugston will be traveling with the president to Georgia tonight for that event. Fire danger remains high amid unpredictable wind gusts and dry conditions in Southern California. Meanwhile, firefighters are still busy trying to contain a number of wildfires burning south and east of Los Angeles. This is SRN News. Hey, it's the end of the year, and Premier Pool and Spa is having one heck of a pre-sale going on right now. A pre-sale, eh? Lay it on me. The pandemic has put a pinch in their supply chain at Premier Pool and Spa, and the prices will be increasing in 2021. No way. So what exactly does that mean? Well, it means you can lock in 2020 pricing right now. If you want a spa or an all-wetter pool for spring, order that thing right now. And they still have a few in stock ready for winter delivery right now but not many they're going fast so the in-stock spas and the all-weather pools can be delivered right now but if i want to pick up anything i want i can still lock it in for the 2020 pricing you betcha hey you catch them pretty quickly yeah that's what mom said they deliver all year long visit premier pool and spa in chanhassen today arctic spas are engineered for the world's harshest climates you deserve it premierpools.com premier pool and spa where we take fun seriously eh? premierpools.com Thanks to support from Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, the FishTwinCities.com is spreading joy all season long. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Tune in now for the soundtrack of the season, supported by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Listen in with the free Fish Twin Cities app. It is only the rest of your life. Are you prepared for it? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the risks that need to be overcome during your golden years. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a sustainable income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440. Or you can call them right now with your questions at 855 855- Two three one six zero one zero. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. Uh, I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. That's that's the best 
intro you could play because inflation getting higher. Inflation is getting higher. We're going to talk about this this hour, but we're going to finish up first. Uh, we've got we've got a little bit of finishing up on the jobs report to do first, and then uh, a couple other topics to cover. The uh, 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 a Paul Krugman column that got uh, friends of mine to ask an opinion that uh, I think I'll share a little more. I'll share here on the show, and then lastly, but maybe the most important, but also the saddest, uh, Walter Williams passing away this week at the age of 84. Uh, and, uh, a few thoughts on that. Um, uh, it, 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 it is a meaningful, it's meaningful, uh, to me in a, in a couple of ways. I'd like to, uh, share that. I'd like to share some of those thoughts with you here. Uh, King Banyan show business 1440 broadcasting from, uh, from, uh, my office up here at St. Cloud state university, uh, along the Mississippi River, uh, beautiful Saturday morning. Hello. Um, we just before we went to break, we're talking about the fact that the labor force participation rate in the jobs report put out yesterday had fallen by by a significant amount all the all the way back to sixty one point five percent, where versus sixty three point two percent a year ago. That sixty-three point two percent was a high was right around the high water mark of a period of time that took us the better part of ten years to reach, and we have wiped that out. Now, I want you to think about this, right? So, the change in the number of people, so the population of the United States would have added about a million a million individuals over a year okay about a million so we're there's about 260 million people age 16 and up in the population in the united states that'll all get that'll all get reworked when the census numbers come in the next time they do uh revisions to uh, to the the population survey they have to reconcile the census numbers to to this and and that'll happen so it'll be but let's let's just work with that, right? We add about 150 to 170 thousand people to the population every month. So that means that at a at a at a, a, a labor force participation level of about 62 to 63 percent, you can do the math in your head. But that adds about a hundred thousand, kicks about a hundred thousand people into the labor force every month that need to find jobs. Well, if you look at the size of the labor force right now, it's it's at 160.5 million. Go back a year ago, it's 164.3 million. So that's a difference of of 4.1, that's 4.1 million fewer people participating in the labor force than a year ago. 560,000 of them disappeared just in the last month. Okay. I'm not talking about the people who are actively looking for work. I'm talking about those folks who are out there. There are two impacts on labor supply that we need to think about. One of on labor supply, and it's not the one that I've talked about on the show regularly because... That's more demand side feature. When I talk about 
the number of people who are permanently laid off versus those on temp or who are on temporary layoffs. That number didn't change very much this month. If I go and look, let me go grab that table. I'm popping between three or four different tables here. Uh, I think that's it. Nope, that's not the one I was looking for. Uh, here, uh, here we go. Um, as I look at the number of people on temporary layoff, in July, sort of right as we're coming out of the recession, or coming out of that first wave, as we're bouncing off the bottom, we're still at 56% of the workers out there, which was almost 13 million workers. Nine million of them were on temporary layoff. Excuse me. There was more. So if the 22 million, of the 22, of the 22 million that were laid off overall, 56%, 50 to 60% of them were on temporary layoffs. We're now down to a percentage of 26% of the remaining workers who are out of work right now. Of that 9 million, only about only about 2,700 or 2,800, uh, 2.7 or 2.8 million of them are on temporary layoffs. That number continues to fall. The number of permanent job losers has slowly but very slowly crept up. In July, it was 2.9. It's now at 3.7. So 800,000 more workers have just been told, you know what, you're not coming back. Those jobs are not coming back. Or that could be a new a business that just went to, went to permanent layoff that had actually operated all the way up to November. I, I kind of doubt that. But that number's moved up, although it's been very slowly. But that's a demand side feature. As the market, as job markets and and product markets figure out what goods to deliver, how they'll be delivered, where will they be delivered, as that gets worked out, those jobs are moving around. There's going to be some jobs that get lost and are going to be permanently lost, and there's going to be some jobs that are created and permanently created. That's largely a demand side feature. But I want to pay attention to one number that I find really fascinating. In July and August, the number of people who were leaving their jobs, who were leaving their jobs, was running at about 500 to 600,000 workers. That number has now popped up. So there was, it was eight, it was 800,000 seasonally adjusted, 800,000 in September. 769,770 in, in October and 720,000 in November. These people in the middle of this pandemic, in the middle of the recession, are quitting. It is unusual. It is not normal in a deep recession for workers to quit their jobs because they know in a recession it's going to be hard for them to find additional work. Next weekend, I'm going to give you some results. I'll tip to you some early results from our latest quarterly business report here from St. Cloud State School of Public Affairs Research Institute. We have survey information back indicating that business leader, about business leaders and the difficulty they're having finding qualified workers. But you can look at public opinion research. You can look at uh, survey research from the conference board, from the various uh, Federal Reserves. You can look uh, at uh, 
the Institute for Supply Management. You can you can look at NFIB. They all indicate that businesses are having trouble finding workers. In the middle of a recession, businesses are having trouble finding workers. And that the fall of this unemployment rate in this report might not be because of might not be because of the of the demand side factor, but the supply side factor that they are simply they're not quitting their job because it's like this job stinks, I'm gonna go find a different job. It may be I don't want to go to work because I don't want the risk. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to retire. I'm going to take care of my kids. Some of this is, of course, being being uh, the result of the result of uh, schools not being open in the United States in many parts of the country. Um, there's certainly got to be some of that to it, but I think it's pretty fair to say that most of this, that much of this, is a withdrawal of labor supply that has some element of, of voluntariness to it. It's somewhat a choice that the worker is making. So back to my, back to my image of, a, of the two arms of a pair of scissors, right? It's always interesting, right? If you're, if you're not a native English speaker, it probably find, you probably find it strange that we call, a, we call, one unit of scissors a pair. You ever think about that? It's a little weird, but that's really what it is, right? Because you can't have you can't have a, a one-armed scissor. You must you can have a one-armed economist, as Truman would wish, but you have to have two arms to a pair of scissors, or they simply don't scissor. They don't cut. Likewise, when we observe the unemployment rate, when we observe the number of new workers in the workforce. When we observe the payroll numbers, they are the intersection of both supply and demand. And we typically read a jobs report as if it's telling us a lot about demand and the need for stimulus and so forth. That isn't necessarily true. It's also got a supply impact. Let me play a little clip for you, someone who made this point very well. She is chief U.S. economist uh, for Bank of America, Michelle Meyer. Um, she was on CNBC um, yesterday, and she had this to say. Let's play Michelle Meyer, please. Well, that's exactly right. Um, so that's one of the considerations when you look at just the unemployment rate, 6.7%. It's great. It's much better than where we thought we'd be at this point in the cycle. But that's in part due to the fact that people have left the labor force as a result of the COVID pandemic, and they're only coming back slowly. And in fact, when you dig into the numbers, you see prime working age individuals, particularly female prime working age individuals, kind of sitting out a bit from the labor force. And I think that is a function of the COVID pandemic. So whenever you're looking at these aggregate numbers, it's always crucial to dig deeper and think about the drivers behind these figures. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're trying to get behind it and trying to think about the fact that if, if you dig down inside, I mean, that, that's a pretty good description of what Job Saturday here on King Banyan Show is about. When you dig down inside, what we're seeing is not, is not necessarily a demand-side recession that can be – there's parts of it that are demand, okay, clearly from the lockdowns and so, and so forth. 
and using uh, a, a relief bill to take care of those who are being specifically impacted by those lockdowns, sending the money, sending PPP money to a restaurant, to a to a theater, to a to a hair salon. I'm a pretty conservative guy. I don't like I don't like the debt where it is, but I kind of I, I that that bothers me a heck of a lot less. Bothers me a lot less than the twelve hundred dollars stimulus checks. But those twelve hundred dollars stimulus checks is why the manufacturing sector is growing. It's why the construction sector is still growing. But what those checks cannot do, will not do. What they will not do, is change the fact that that many households are making a decision to reduce the amount of labor they supply to the marketplace because of risk to their own health, risk to the health of of people in their home, perhaps an elderly parent, grandparent, um, or because they have child care needs that have changed because of the pandemic. A check doesn't fix that. And so that's why I think, as I look at the bill, there are pieces of this relief bill that I'm not I'm not super thrilled with, but on balance, there's a lot more of that 900 billion that I go, that's eh, okay. I, I I could see that. There's more of it I like than I dislike, and you know, oftentimes when you're trying to pass a bill, you get all the stuff you want, you get a little bit of the stuff you don't want, and that's how the sausage gets made. We'll be back after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 800- 555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Hi, this is Lee at the Kingdom Builders. Matthew 26:41 tells us, "Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak." My wife encourages me to pray about it all the time. It is pretty much anything. It's very good advice, even in the smallest of matters. This verse makes me think about how we should be attentive to what is going on around us, too. We should stay awake and be ready for the Spirit's prompting and be willing to pray appropriately. Like the Word says in James 4, I ask wrongly so often. I'm thankful that the Word actually tells us even how to ask. 
If you have any comments about this or other scripture, feel free to contact me at lee at thekingdombuilders.com. That's L-E-E at thekingdombuilders.com. Or you can call us at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup, win prizes at the VIP fan club, catch up on your favorite podcasts, and more. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. If you could see me right now, my head would be moving left and right. I love that song. 651-289-4477, the number to call. Thanks, Wyatt. I always appreciate the music here on, on the King Banyan Show. 651-289-4477 here on Job Saturday. We've been working through the jobs, the, the jobs piece. And there's one more part of this that I'm going to talk about as I transition to a couple other, a couple other items. So we're going to we're going to talk about uh, the the passing of Walter Williams here toward the end of the show. So if you're a Walter Williams fan, as I most certainly am, um, please um, please go ahead and uh, and stay with us uh, for the rest of the hour. We'll get to that. We'll get to that a little later. One, I tweeted, if you follow the show, and if you're new to the show, first of all, thank you for listening. I'm so happy to have you with us. It's, it's really great that you would choose to spend a little time with us because there's all kinds of things you could be doing. And if you're my mom, hi, mom. Uh, we're, glad, we're glad you're here, too. Uh, but I, I want to talk a little bit about a topic that we seem to have decided we don't need to talk about very much lately, which is inflation. I tweeted to you, and again, if you participate in the show and you're new to the show, you might say, why does he keep talking about Twitter? Well, our history, going all the way back when this show started in 2009, 2010, started in late 2009, was our listeners correspond with us during the show. They can call us at 651-289-4477. Most of my listeners are a little bashful when it comes to the phone. But they like to talk to us through Twitter, and I enjoy that. I like I like that. And I know that Twitter has got all kinds of bad stuff that happens on it. And I know there are some people that want me to use different platforms that they think somehow are, are better or more amenable to their visions of what free speech should look like. Uh, and it's like, look. I'm glad I'm glad Twitter exists. Someone invented Twitter, uh, you know, uh, um, Jack, you know, Dorsey creates, you know, is the CEO of Twitter. I'm grateful for Twitter because uh, it allows me to talk to you. and You can do that that way. So if you're a listener to the show, if you're listening to us, you've never gone on Twitter. Man, where have you been? Uh, but 
if you or if you made the decision not to participate, not to use Twitter, that's fine. Um, we you can just come to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and find the podcast of the show, and hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, get some messages about what's happening on the show during the week. But it's the way in which we tell you stuff that's happening. One of the things I posted this week or just this morning was the was the uh, tips treasury break even rate. If you're if you're new and kind of not knowledgeable about all things finance, as many people who listen to Business fourteen forty are, there's pretty sophisticated listeners on 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 this station. That's why I love working here. Um, the the treasury break even rate is the rate at which a ten year treasury that has insurance protection. That's the IP and tips, Treasury Insurance Protected Security. That's the acronym. What's the difference between those rates and what does that mean in terms of in terms of being uh, in tr- the difference between that and an unprotected, a not in- inflation protected 10-year treasury? And you would think it's just the uh, difference, the, the difference between them. It's not exactly that, it's close to that, but there's some there's some quirks that frankly my listeners don't really need to know. But I would point out to you that over over the last over the last week that that rate has increased that 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 break even rate has increased and has now moved to 1.86%. That means that over the next 10 years these two securities one that has inflation protection and the one that doesn't have inflation protection will give you the same inflation-adjusted return assuming that the inflation rate is 1.86% on average over the next 10 years. So when you want inflation expectations to be anchored around 2%, hey, 1.86% isn't bad. A month ago, a month ago, that was... It was 22 basis points lower at 1.64%. A growing economy, a pretty good market would indicate a pretty good market and a pretty good outlook for the U.S. economy is consistent with having this rise, but it also is consistent with the possibility that inflation is rising. Peter Bookvar was on, um, I think this is on, I forget whether this was on uh, CNBC or if this was on. Uh, let me let me have a look. This is on CNBC yesterday, yesterday, I believe. Peter Bookvar talking about what might happen that this this rate might move higher yet. Let's go ahead and play that Bookvar clip. I, I think this is only the beginning of pricing it in. One of the interesting aspects of the week, also to the point about inflation, was the ten-year inflation break-even was up 15 basis points this week. That's higher than the rise in the nominal ten-year. So that means that the rise in the nominal tenure was more in response to rising inflation expectations rather than the growth side. So while I'm, optim- I'm optimistic on the growth side for 2021 with the vaccine, but I think what's going to come with that is further acceleration in inflation. And we're already seeing it. We saw this week a lot of the PMIs in the U.S. and Europe and Asia, uh, where a lot of companies are talking about pricing pressures. A lot of it is on the supply side. Uh, next year with the vaccine, we're going to see a big increase on the demand side. We're seeing a rise in commodity prices. So I think this is all coming together. 
uh, and is going to uh, present the challenge for the central banks and how they're going to face this. This is why I have been not arguing for a big stimulus package, and I still don't believe it's there. I, I Again, as I've been saying for the last n- almost 90 minutes now, I think a small relief bill makes sense, because, but only because we know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and we want, may want to help some businesses get through the bridge. They, bridge. they might be illiquid because they can't receive income over this period uh, because of be, because of either government restrictions or because of individuals who are waiting for the waiting for the vaccines before they're willing to go back into those into those services and into those stores and so forth. I'm okay with that. But one reason why I actually was taking the Mnuchin side of the debate with Jay Powell, which I don't have time to talk about today, because I really want to talk about the debt issue a little bit, and this is kind of my lead-in to that, is that right now with, with a very expanded balance sheet from the Federal Reserve, with the CARES package, which dumped trillions of dollars into the economy, a decision in March was made to simply hose the entire economy down with, with money. Through every channel they could think of, and a few that, that were, frankly, really creative, not all of which worked. Some, some were really dumb ideas. Some were pretty good ideas. I still think PPP on balance probably was better than a lot of other things they could have done, but it's not perfect. Sure. Um, but it would appear that we've now reached that point where at least market-based signals of inflation indicate that we actually are moving back to 2%. And remember, this isn't, this isn't, the, this isn't the number that they use, and this isn't the number you want to see move significantly above 2% because it's not like a, a measure of what's just happened in the most recent past. This measure is a measure of what, they, of what the market believes the inflation rate will be over the next 10 years. It is now within 16 basis points of 2%. It appears to be moving up. It appears to be moving higher. And as Bokvar says, I think it's moving that way because they see higher inflation. And, I go, and let me go back to that one story I, we, we briefly touched on. UPS is having a devil of a time trying to get goods to the marketplace. I predict all the other delivery services are going to have the same issue. Yesterday I received, or last night I received in my mailbox a package that had been sent um, for a certain electronic toothbrush that that advertises on a lot of podcasts. I won't give the name. Um, they should advertise with with us because I'm a u- I'm a user and a happy user. Um, the, it took it, it took two weeks, it took 16 days for it to get from the order to the time it hit my, my mailbox. 16 days. A lot of us want our stuff to arrive faster and we're going to pay more for that. I expect inflation to rise faster in 21 than it has in 20. I think the Fed's going to get what it wants. It's going to get it faster than what it wants. And that's going to and that's going to present it with a significant issue in 2021, but I also think that's an argument against a very big stimulus bill 
My biggest concern is that it, my biggest concern on fiscal side is we're going to pass a relief bill, which I think is fine. And then come January 22nd, um, after he gets done chasing his dog out of the shower, President Biden is going to is going to come out and say, OK, folks, it's time for a stimulus bill. In which case you'll hear me here on the King Banyan show say, no, sir. No, Mr. President. It's not. In fact, it's the worst time. It's likely to be adding fuel to a fire that's already burning. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. This is the Entertainment Answer. What is my family film of the week? It's Godmothered, rated PG, premiering December 4th on Disney+. This one is made for fans of Elf and Enchanted, and they will adore this new comedy about Eleanor, a young, inexperienced fairy godmother in training. After all, nine out of ten fairy tales begin with once upon a time something amazing happened. This slapstick comedy is sure to get you more into the Christmas spirit. Again, it's Godmothered on Disney+. You can find a lot more information at theentertainmentanswer.com. Is your child struggling in school? Get the help you need now at half price with a voucher from Sylvan Learning. Students in Sylvan's personalized tutoring program typically see up to two to three times more growth in scores than other kids. Now get a $2,500 Sylvan Learning voucher for just $1,250 through this special offer from Sylvan in this station. Only two left. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now at 651-289-4413. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Where is that? I must have lost that particular piece. I'll have to do it from memory. Hi, King Banyan Show. Wow, dang. <laughs> All of a sudden I realized, wait, you're on the air and you're talking to yourself again. Well, maybe when you're on the air, you're always talking to yourself. Uh, 651-289-4477 if you want to prevent me from talking to myself here on the King Banyan Show. That'd be nice. Um, but I, I can see you're listening. I can see you participating on, on Twitter. Um, someone asked, uh, uh, Don asked about, uh, help for the landlords, commercial landlords. Um, I think there's a big shakeout in commercial real estate. I just, I just do. I think there's going to be, I think there's a lot of built out properties. I, um, I'm trying to think of what it is right now. I don't even think I know what it is. I remember back, so there's a particular corner. So here in St. Cloud, we've got this large corridor that's just retail all the way up, particularly once you get out of downtown to the west and are driving on on what is Highway 23 or in in St. Cloud, we just call it Division Street. Um, And there's a particular corner at 33rd Avenue um, that you would – that where there's a big box there's it's the place where there's the burger king and there's a strip mall there's a there's a restaurant there's a there's an officey kind of mall but on one side behind the burger king is this fairly large strip mall which was anchored for many years by a gigantic circuit city now, you almost have to be a person of a certain age to even remember Circuit City because they've been gone for 12 years. That property is still is still trying to figure out what it's going to be. They've tried putting a grocery store in there. They've tried putting thrift stores in there. And nothing seems to really work. It's just not, not the right place. And so from time to time, you see things like this where where it, you know you have to basically knock a place down i'm i i should say i just in full disclosure i am president of our local economic development authority um and um and i am uh, here in the city of st cloud we you know we love when we find a developer who comes in who starts with the premise that the piece of property that's on that particular that place we need to take it out. We need to we need to remove it and put something new in. There's a lot of property that's like that, and there's going to be a lot more. So Don says, "Yeah, I'm thinking about the the, the small rental guy who has has a few commercial properties. I think those folks are in a in a world of hurt. Uh, and I, I I think it's going to be some time till till it gets worked out. Um, and there is nothing in the relief bill for that." And and, beca- and and let me differentiate. I am happy to figure out ways to provide a bridge to keep what Arnold Kling calls uh, uh, persistently persistent patterns of specialization and trade. If if there's a transaction that happens in that place with customers that's going to be just the way it was 
in 2019, in the second half of 2021, after the vaccines are the, the vaccine is abundant in supply. Finding a way to bridge to there, I don't have a problem with. But I don't think retail is going to look the same. I don't think, you know, go to Frank's comment about movie theaters. I don't think movie theaters are going to look the same. I wouldn't want to be in that business. I wouldn't want to be a mall operator. And I really wouldn't want to be the owner of a, of a four-storefront strip mall. Because I just think people are, you know... Once people have figured out and learned all these new ways in which they can receive a greater variety of goods and services from the from their couch or from their office at work, they're not going to go 100% back to what they did before. And that's going to drive down, you know, rent off, office space, commercial space generally, like labor, is a derived demand. If there's going to be less demand for retail workers, there sure as heck is also going to be less demand for retail space. And just as it's kind of expensive to turn a retail worker into a worker in a field that that has growing employment opportunities, you have to retrain them and that costs money. You have to take retail space and you have to repurpose it. And that costs money. And sometimes what it means is you just knock the, the darn thing down and start over. And and that's the transformation. That's the supply side transformation that I'm talking about. And in a period where supply is shifting and it's shifting inward for a while, basic economics tells you that prices go up. That's the inflation piece to it. And for you in a period where supply is shifting and in some areas decreasing, at least temporarily, for the for policymakers to say we need huge stimulus in the middle of this is throwing gas on a match. For the Fed to say, oh, no, 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 Secretary Mnuchin, you cannot take away that extra money. We might need it someday. We might need it someday. Well, you can go back and get it. Okay, if you actually need it, Congress can send you that money. There's still the Exchange Stabilization Fund. I'm sorry. I, 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 I've been fairly supportive and think and given uh, Chair Powell fairly high marks. I would say at this particular moment, I think I think he still was on balance better than better than uh, his predecessor, who is now to be the Secretary Treasury, Secretary of the Treasury. Um, I don't think he is, I don't think he's yet reached the level where I think he's as good as Bernanke, but I realize I rank Bernanke higher than most people do, particularly among my listeners. I actually, I actually thought fairly highly and still think fairly highly of, uh, Ben Bernanke. Um, I don't think badly of Janet Yellen. I, I can go back and get, if you want to get a history lesson on, on Fed chairs, I can name you three or four Fed chairs that were really a lot worse than Janet Yellen. I didn't think she was great. I didn't think she was terrible. Um, I just think she. I just didn't think she was great. Um, I do think you know, uh, and I think green. And, and uh, we'll stop on that. We'll stop that particular piece. But what I wanted to say 
and why I was commenting on this piece about that that Paul Krugman had in the New York Times on on Thursday, learn to stop worrying and love debt, is just based on this assumption that we'll have low interest rates forever. We're not going to have low interest rates forever. We've just highlighted the fact that over the last month we've added we've added twenty twenty two basis points to the difference between the tips between tips uh, uh, securities and non inflation protected securities. The inflation the expected inflation rate over the next ten years, according to market participants, has risen by a quarter percent in the last month. That's not the environment in which you want to throw a huge stimulus bill. And, and I, I would encourage you to read, um, and I will retweet it because I have it right up in front of me, a good piece by, uh, by John Cochran called Debt Still Matters. It's from a few weeks ago. That's just a reminder. We tend to be, behave as if the, the debt never gets paid back. It does, right? It gets paid back with with more abundant dollars when the debt that you've borrowed has been used productively and and helped the economy to grow significantly. But using it to invest in technologies that are non-productive would be an example of something where you might end up in a debt crisis. And that's my concern. My concern is not this relief package. My relief my concern is the stimulus bill that's going to start coming down the down the the pike around January 22nd. And and what happened this week was basically Paul Krugman trying to lay, you know, and and others uh I saw I saw Larry Summers out doing the same thing. I you know, the usual suspects are out basically saying well, when people are talking about the debt, it's just the Republicans complaining, right? Because they're not the ones that get to spend the money. That's true. When the Republicans have all the purse strings, the Democrats all of a sudden get religion on the debt. When the Democrats have all the purse strings, the Republicans get religion on the debt. And both of them lose religion when they have the power to decide where the money gets spent. They both do. Right? We're not talking about that. What we're talking about is, at some point, neither side's going to be able to spend money on things because all of a sudden the inter- the cost of debt service is going to go through the roof, and we're not going to, not only not going to be able to to afford, you know, green new deals. We're not going to be able to afford to pay to pay for uh, air traffic control or pay for the military. The debt is a security issue. And it's a security issue in no small part because a lot of our debt is owned by international folks who don't necessarily have the U.S. best interests at heart. And hopefully, one thing we've learned during the Trump administration is the identity of some of those folks and looked at how much of our debt they own. And perhaps that should be a reason why we're a little more circumspect, a little more circumspect about how much we spend going forward. I'll be back with some comments about Walter Williams, passed away at the age of 84 uh, earlier this week. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. 
Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products, and unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire, and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob, or Jake, or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Daily headlines, investing guidance, and insightful financial discussion are just a tap away with our free mobile app. Simply search for Business 1440 in the App Store, and in seconds, you'll be connected with the brightest minds in business and investing. The Business VIP Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Atiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take a family vacation, put in a pool, or help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Business VIP Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. One, uh, one day I was driving to work. This would have been way before Northern Alliance Radio Network or the King Banyan Show. Um, and I, I'll tell you, when I was a younger professor, I didn't keep sort of a, the, the basic pattern of a uh, Working, I usually arrive to my my office sometime around eight fifteen or so, and I'm here till well after five. Oftentimes, I don't get home till after six, or and occasionally seven. Although my my wife gets pretty pretty upset if I've made her keep 
dinner on the stove that long. Um, so I, one time I was driving to work and I think it, and it would have had to have been like late morning. Maybe I was working from the house in the morning on a, on a writing project of some kind and wanted the peace and quiet of my office at the house, at, at our home. And what pops on the radio, I hear this, you know, I, I admit I used to, you know, when I was in the car and before we had podcasts or, or iPhones or any of that, I was a ditto head. I listened to Rush Limbaugh pretty much, pretty much every day. And the fact that we all get to talk into microphones is in part because of that. Um, thanks to him, I one day heard a substitute host. And I knew the voice because many years before that, I had met Walter Williams at a conference uh, at at uh, in, at around outside of D.C. that was put on by put on by uh, a, a, a taxpayers uh, group. Uh, this would have been during somewhere early in the Reagan administration. I was a grad student at the time. Now, uh, now I'm like a. I think I might be an assistant or associate professor. Um, in my 30s, and I hear that voice again because I remember that voice. I'm going, oh my God, what a beautiful voice this man has. Um, and I was, I used to sing, so I, I value these voices. And it's Walter Williams. Um, most people who know Walter Williams know him in no small part because he was given a chance to talk into a microphone that millions of people listen to. And it's like, oh, my God, what a voice. So it's almost at that very same time. I was already reading um, reading Tom Sowell, who is still with us. He is seven years older than, than, than Williams was. And Williams has Sowell on, and, uh, on, on Rush Limbaugh. Walter Williams and Thomas Sowell talking to each other on the Rush Limbaugh show. And I'm sitting in the parking lot here at St. Cloud State, listening to it. People knocking on the car. Hey, how you doing, King? It's like, shh, be quiet. Because there's not going to be a recording of this, right? This is the, the only chance to hear this is to hear this right now. And it was just one of those absolutely moving experiences. At that moment, I realized, because I already had enormous respect for, for Tom Sowell, but I had not really learned all that much about Walter Williams that of all the work that Williams had done in trying to highlight the negative impact of many of the laws that were supposed to help people of color were in fact harming them. And here's a person of color himself saying so in no uncertain terms. And I start to read him. Eventually, Walter Williams becomes the chair of the economics department at George Mason University. And I, I promised I, Wyatt I might say something about this, and this will be very, very brief because we only have a couple minutes. But there is basically a, a mainstream piece of, of economics out there that uses math and statistics very heavily. I come out of, out, out of somewhat that tradition. It's what I went to grad school to do. But the very same people who are standing on the other side who believe that, in fact, it's not that. Um, it's not that. But it's, in fact, uh, uh, that economics is based on trying to understand, is basically understanding humans in a way 
that cannot be modeled using mathematics, cannot be predicted using statistics. And in fact, the math and the statistics are tools of planners who are doing things that we as free market economists don't want them to do. One of the people that was leading that charge was Walter Williams. And Walter stands, Walter stood right there in that place and he taught his students that perspective. One of my students was a Walter Williams student. And and I've learned and, and I was so happy that she decided to go there. And the other thing I would tell you about Walter Williams is it's so beautiful. Eighty-four years old, he died at his office right after finishing a class that he was teaching at eighty-four. Oh, I can tell you what I know of Walter Williams. That's exactly how he would have wanted his life to end. Um, and it's a fitting tribute. Uh, Walter Williams, dead at 84, thank you so much for all you've done. Wyatt, thank you for your production. Thank you for listening here today. You've been listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love? If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. 
JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to 